Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast, episode number 24. It's your girl, Nay. And it's your girl, Fallon Deanne. All right, so Fallon, how was your weekend this week? Um, my weekend was good. Um, can't complain. Um, trying to figure out what I did this weekend, though. Oh, I made cakes for my mom's church that took a lot of work. I don't want to see another cake for months. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. Well, uh, my brother's wedding was this weekend, so he finally jumped the broom. And it was all a big success. It's my first event that I planned. It turned out awesome. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It was dope. It was a good job. I did a good I pat myself on the back. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so let's um let's just jump right into these hot topics. Um obviously it's on everybody's timeline. If you know anything about sports, even if you don't really know anything about sports, but Rajan Rondo and Chris Paul, they got into like a little fight. Um Rondo, I mean, Chris Paul says that Rondo spit on him. Everybody else says that he didn't, but then some people are saying that he did. I don't know. It's like a back and forth thing. Your thoughts? I mean, I don't know. Like, if you spit on me, yeah, I probably would still want to square up with you right now. So, I mean, I definitely get it. Um, and I know I saw Rondo respond like, Chris Paul is a horrible teammate and all that, but I'm like, bro, what they got to do with you spitting on him? If you spit on him, that ain't, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm if he really spit on him, then I'm definitely on Chris Paul's side. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was I agree. A, yeah. Like, if he spit on him, it's on site, man. Like, we, we throwing down, but if, but I mean, uh, unfortunately, though, like with the video, I can't really tell if he spit on him or not. I mean, he could have just been talking and, you know, the little spit fly out your mouth. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because in the video, it don't look like he spit on him. So I don't I don't know. But Chris Paul, to me, he has um, what I refer to as the little man syndrome, where he always, because he's a little man, he feel like he got to be angry about everything and fight everybody. And so, yeah, I don't know if he would. I feel like maybe. That's why it's hard for me to give Chris Paul the benefit of the doubt. Um, so I don't know. But I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> then I saw like an article um, on one of the blog sites that said Rondo wife confronted Chris Paul wife in the stands after the fight. I'm like, what is really happening? Listen, I guess she said she was about it too. She said, if he got a problem, I got a problem. What's good? <laughs> right. um, I mean, I guess. Oh man, listen. I didn't read that part, but that's crazy though. <laughs> like, that really ain't got nothing to do with you, I guess. I don't know. Like, oh I man, that's like, crazy. Man, be cool in two weeks and y'all still be mad at each other. Like, because you know, dudes operate on a slick, different system than a lot of women do. And exactly. Then, and then y'all still mad at each other. It's like, let them figure it out and move on. Be a battle of the business. <laughs> Yeah, and then in more Lakers news, LeBron zero and three as a Laker. 
Ooh, it's looking ugly over there. I mean, I guess it was, I'm not gonna say it was expected, but I mean, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I was expecting, you know, a big deal because I'm like, again, people like, oh, of course, down in LeBron, and I'm a LeBron fan, so, um, like. I mean, the team sucked before he get there. Like, don't act like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I wasn't expecting yeah. him to come there and, like, turn it around almost. Because, like, I think when we first had the conversation about him going, I was like, ugh. <laughs> it's a little iffy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I expect them to be as bad as they look. They look terrible. So, <laughs> but um, I expected the LeBron team not to look that terrible, but they look terrible. So, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I didn't expect them to be fantastic, but I didn't expect them to look like crap. So, but anywho, um, moving to the NFL, you saw, well, I saw, did you see where Riri turned down the Super Bowl? Yes, I was. Listen, you know, I love Rihanna. And I'm like, she just, like, I don't know, she does it for me. Like, I'm not going to participate. And she makes it known the reason why she's not going to participate. It's not any, you know, straddling the fence almost. It's like, I'm not doing it. And I appreciate celebrities that take a stance instead of, you know, wavering and, like, you know, I'll do it because it's money. It's like, I can make money other places, which we know Rihanna yeah. making those coins, but it's still like it could have been more money, but it's like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I dig that. And I just so something else that kind of ties into that that I'm curious on your thoughts, because someone asked then, um, should Cardi B get a pass? Because you know, Maroon 5 has been asked to perform and they accept it and she's on their single or whatever. Um, it just went number one or it's been number one for a couple of weeks. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, um, I don't keep up with that. But anyway, somebody said, should she get a pass if she is asked to perform on the show or not? Or should she have to take because she's a new artist? Um, should she get a pass or should she be able to take us, you know, have to be like re and take a stance? OK, so. I saw that she said she turned it down. I don't know how true that is. But um, she definitely doesn't get a pass because it's one of those things that I go back to. It's like you want to be part of the black experience, the culture, then be a part of it. This is the black experience. It's turning down events when it does not, you know, suit your agenda. So you're going to really be a part of it, be a part of it, whether you're a new artist or not. You Like, I'm not a fan, but... If you're going to be a part of it, be a part of it. So she don't get a pass for me, but she already been counseled in my book. So I agree. I feel like if uh, if she says she black, then she got to turn it down. Period. Point blank period. I don't give no passes. She want to she wanna be black when it's convenient, then it's convenient right now. We say no, it's a no. Right. <laughs> but it makes me <laughs> well, it's like you in the ATL? And you have all of these hip hop artists in Atlanta. It's like, so y'all ain't gonna have nobody that's representing mm-hmm. hip hop because they, like, they didn't ask nobody. 
Um, from I mean the the from what I understand, the order was they asked Rihanna, she said no. Then I think they asked. Um, it was another singer after her. Uh, I can't remember. Um, it's a popular white singer though, but I can't remember who it is right now. But they asked her and she turned it down. And then they asked Maroon Five and they accepted. It. And then like Maroon, well, it's, I think it's been a while for them since they've been a Super Bowl act. But I ain't surprised. I mean, people, um, Adam Levine don't seem like he about that life. People are saying he should have turned it down because you know he's a front runner, the front, the singer. He's in the forefront for Maroon Five. Eh, he don't seem, he don't strike me as the type to to give a to check his privilege at the door. So, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, I guess we can. All I have left is really kind of like, sort of relationshipy stuff. So I'll save these because even these hot topics kind of turn, uh, kind of touch on some relationship stuff. So I guess we can just because I saw this and I really wanted to get your take on this one. Um, the Britney. Renner girl who has the book basically where she is being superhead 2.0 where she's revealing well not she's using code names but everybody's pretty much figured out who the code names stand for for the celebrity men that she's slept with so is this the chick that like outed or I guess said Colin Kaepernick like made her pay for her own flight to come and have sex with him is this the same chick? I think it is. Yeah, that's her. That's her. This is the one who swore up and down that she wasn't out here like that, that she was just trying to be a fitness model. Yeah, that one. <laughs> right. So, I, for the life of me, it's like, do what you do, but why are you going to sell it to the whole world that you do this? And it's like, you see, Superhead success was short lived. Um, I mean, her book, it was like the first book. Before I read it. I was turning pages, trying to figure out who was who. But at the end of the day, you see what it did to her mentally because every person that she's with, she got a baby power or a miscarriage, something like that. But it's you should be embarrassed. Like, I'm not dating, even having sex with a celebrity. And I'm going to fly myself out? Baby, no. I do. I'm just trying to understand, like, what's the... What did she hope to get? She cut, she had, she already was successful and she already, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what she gains from this because she already was successful. I mean, she, she outside of like all the like Instagram-y models, she was kind of building her own lane successfully in the fitness lane. So she didn't have to do the whole, like go the whole superhead route. So I just don't, I don't understand. I guess I don't get it. Like, what does she gain from it? If anything, I feel like she kind of dropped her reputation a little bit. You know what I mean? Instead of kind of up, raised it up. So I don't know. And especially seems like me and none of those superstars and celebrities wanted to use condoms. I'm like, so did y'all not use them? Like, I mean, but but at the end of the day, what does that say about her though? That's what I'm saying. It's like so. Even if they did, even if you were down for it, whatever, that's your vagina. You do with it what you please. But it's like, be smart about it and don't open yourself up to so many risks. 
because celebrity scary diseases just like everybody else. Exactly. Absolutely. I just I just wanted to get your take on it because I was like, when I read, it, I was like, huh? Is we doing this in 2018? Like this was so look when Superhead book came out, I feel like what was I still in? When that first book came out, what was that? I think I was just going to college. It's like oh five, I think. Oh five, oh six. You know what? I may have been though. Maybe it was like right at the end of high school. I don't know because she had two books, didn't she? Yeah, she had two books. And I remember. And, and I think the second one came out when I went to, when I first started college. So you may be right. It may have been towards the end of my high school. Either way it goes. I mean, I'm just saying that was like over ten years ago that she did that. So I mean, we. I mean, sis, they exposing dudes on the internet now. To writing books for. So, I don't know. It is what it is. But um, kind of staying in that realm of pillow talking. <laughs> um, Pusha T, he did an interview. He sat down with the Joe Button podcast and he said that it was not Kanye, but it was a woman that Drake's best friend slash producer, 40, was sleeping with that he was pillow talking to. That he learned of Drake's child. Your thoughts, because I laughed, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, if you don't lie, make it a woman. Because where he said, why, why, why she reach out to you, or why he reach out late? No, I'm, I'm not believing it. It's like people pillow talk stuff no, no. Especially after Drake's explanation of what happens, his explanation is way more believable. Is that okay? I showed you my son. I showed you what was going on. Like, even if you pillow talking, like, why would? Cause, like, okay, how do we know that you had real beef with Drake, or even when the diss came out or whatever? I, I don't know. Like, mm, I don't. Mm-mm. And I, you know, it all fly for me. So here's my thing. Here's my take. So I learned two things from this. I think that it's partially true. I do think that maybe Pusha learned some of the information from a female. Um, I think Kanye did have a little bit of because to do with it, but I feel like in so he's covering that part. But I do think that there was a female somewhere involved in that because females are the easiest to get the flip you know what i'm saying all she had to all he had to do was probably offer her some coins or some kind of clout or something like that and she would have flipped you know what i'm saying clearly she wasn't um they you know what i'm saying the way that, that drake's team seems to run through women there's gonna be a couple of scorned ones in there so <laughs> the easiest to to get to turn is a scorned female so i i don't i don't doubt that but i do the the part that i think that made it that made people question what he was saying was when he was saying that when he started it off by saying that 40 was upset because 40 didn't, you know, doesn't get the recognition or some shit like that. And I just was like, mm, nah, I don't see that part because 
because everybody knows there is no Drake without 40. So, you know what I mean? Dr- 40 gets all the recognition from a lot of songs too though so yeah i mean he he executive produces he's executive produced and mixed every drake album everybody knows that i mean whenever they talk about drake's album and they talk about the production they always talk about how 40 is a masterpiece i told you i i even said that with the um the one before this views 40 saved views because views would have been trash if it wasn't for the exquisite production that 40 did on that. I mean, that thing was a masterpiece as far as production-wise. Yeah. So, but it's, in- I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, I won't, I, I can't completely toss it out because I can't be like, it, it just seemed like, I mean, Pillow Talk will catch up to you. Everybody know that. You talking to, you think you talking to, you know, I mean, like Wayne said on Mona Lisa, man. You think you talking to her, and then and she out here talking to us, man. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, isn't it convenient though that May, that Wayne drops Mona Lisa, and that's kind of like the situation <laughs> that she described. These females are scandalous. But you know what else it told me though um, about that situation is that. I don't care what Pusha says. They beef is not about music. I don't know what their beef is, but it ain't music. Because you don't because you're not you're not reaching out to some girl that 40 is messing with or whoever. You ain't reaching going through those links over a musical beef. It's personal somewhere up in there. Some happen, but of course we won't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um so also kind of in in crazy town land i seen that the reason they are saying now well the reason it's coming out that ariana called off her engagement and broke up with pete davidson was because that she found out that prior to mac miller's death pete sent him an intimate photo of her and pete together that is bananas to me like, sis dodged a bullet because that's crazy. And it shows oh. like jealousy as well. And it's like, do you really want to be with that forever, ever though? Like, what makes you do that? And especially, I don't know if you gather, you propose, and it makes you think like all the proposals and tattoos, they're just BS. Like, exactly like it was to me it just it 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 you it like looks at his mindset like he had the girl she said yes to your proposal you know what i mean you were you technically quote unquote you won so what why would you be sending him a you like why do that why go that low like i don't understand that's just crazy to me like i said she dodged the bullet with that one i don't care what nobody said oh <laughs> the well I don't think you said you saw the spice and her whole um it's supposed to be a colorism campaign and honey when I tell you it is it's pretty trash for me um mm-hmm. because one of the things she did um first of all she deleted all her posts from off Instagram to make that new post 
Right. Um, and she looked like she should be on white cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Okay, yes. I did see the post and somebody did say like the desperation is real because that's it just it 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 screamed I'm desperate to be famous. So I guess my um like she said it was for colorism, which we know that that's an issue. Um I listened to like clips of the song that she came out with. And I hate that people blame, I guess it's something that we have to tackle within our own community, but black people didn't birth colorism. You know what I'm saying? Like it comes from a whole system that we're in. So it's like, yeah, we have to tackle it. Unfortunately, we have to eradicate it. But I'm like, we didn't, from her song, it's like, she's saying, oh, well, black people were the ones who created this. And this is the reason why I'm hated because I'm dark. And it's like, no. But you also have to realize that you come from a country that has been under British control since forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all are still fighting the effects of that. And I just think it was a bad image seeing that you're from Jamaica, one of the top countries that have an issue with skin bleaching. That's that's kind of my biggest thing with the whole colorism thing, because I hear a lot of chatter about... Um, you know, how heavy colorism is prevalent in the U.S. And black folks get a lot of blame. You know, you I'm going to say American black folks get a lot of blame for it. But if we look at it, the highest numbers for skin bleaching or for people who bleach their skin come from Jamaica, Africa. You know what I'm saying? The Caribbean in Africa. It's not in the U.S. It ain't us. So... I mean, not to say that colorism doesn't exist here, but I I just hate that it always seems like we always get the finger pointed at us for everything. And it's like and, and they try to be like, oh, like we don't we don't have that problem here. Like I've heard so many people say, oh, you know, racism isn't as prevalent in Europe or in stuff like that. It's just y'all American black folks who go through it and y'all y'all are stuck on race and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, nah, bruh. I didn't heard some stories. And we see it now with the cameras. It's like people, you know, taking the train in, you know, Europe and they're having all of these incidents. The same thing that's happening here. It's like, I'm not going for that BS. Like, it, it, anti-black is a global issue. Thank you. Like, even visiting Jamaica, it's a beautiful country, but you can definitely tell that they still have European control. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's not technically there, but it's still there, even, you know, from the people that's on the money, the people that control the land. I mean, they all look the same. So, I mean, I definitely, I get it. You have to assimilate to have jobs and things like that. But it's like, Shada Duwap, that was, to me, was a bad campaign, being where you're from, who, the people you inspire, I guess. And Mm -hmm. then, like, vibes cartel like commenting on her picture showing like mad love and i'm like he is like the skin bleaching king exactly so, i don't know about that one girl i don't know yeah. i don't i mean i i like i said i get where she's trying to come from but it just uh, it didn't hit for me. it didn't it was a no for me that ain't it chief do the image the song i think would have would have been okay like, if she didn't do that whole, like, color contacts and then you delete all your pictures. So, it's like, 
so what a black you at? Like, are you no longer that person? Because you saying it's just makeup. Mm, okay, shawty. Okay. Yeah. That ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, did you see Cassie and Diddy after 11, did they say 11 years, Cassie and Diddy have split up finally for good this time? Your thoughts? I don't know. I, I know people are like, well, maybe everybody doesn't want marriage and babies and all of that. But I really do think at some point you start to think about it, even if you're not sure, like 100%. Like, I got to the point where at first, like, in my early 20s, mid-20s, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be married. I don't want to have children. But then I start thinking about it, like, do I? And when you, like, in a relationship and you know this person don't want that, it's like, okay, I'm kind of wasting my time. Because even eventually, if I want that, he's not willing to give it to me. I need to move on. I personally think that she, I mean, she made too much space for him, for him in her life, especially seeing how he's done previous women because yeah. he did basically the thing to Kim Porter. Like, okay, I want you to have all of my children basically, but that's about it. I mean, that that's my whole thing. People were talking about, because to me, people were like, how can y'all say she wasted her? You know, she lived a better life. She lived with a multimillionaire for all these years, and she didn't have to worry about this. And so, I mean, why, y'all make it seem like for women, that's the only goal in life is to, to be a kept woman. Like, it, it, to me, like I said, I, feel, I still feel like I, I don't care how rich of a life he gave her. I still feel like she wasted her time because... Your twenties is your time to just be out and and living life and making mistakes and living on your own in your own place and and you know driving your own fast cars and working whatever doing you know what I'm saying following your own dreams and I just feel like she put so much on the back burner for a relationship that ultimately wasn't going nowhere and I think everybody knew it wasn't going because that's what he does. He, that like you said, that's what he's his re, his kind of relationship history. That's what he's known to do. He's with a woman until she gets to maybe about her thirties, and then he drops her for a younger model. Definitely, and and if you notice, like Kim Porter, she's still like you don't really hear her like dating a lot. So it's like, uh, I don't, I don't know, and I just don't think. You know, when people like, oh, when she got to travel to where I'm like, she probably was going to do that anyway. I'm like, exactly. y'all act like she wasn't a model. And I'm like, she wasn't, like, without talent, she probably could have used it a little more. But, and I mean, like, she she's gorgeous. Right. I'm like, she's absolutely beautiful. I'm like, and she can wear anything. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, she probably was going to travel the world and be famous and fabulous anyway. anyway. Mm-hmm. So, being on Diddy's arm, that helped him out more than it helped her out because, I mean, it's Diddy. I'm like, he's getting older. And I'm like, more than likely, like you say, he probably going to go and pick up some 25-year-old mm-hmm. and play with her for the next seven to eight years. So, I mean. Exactly. No. 
Anywho, it was just a, it's just, int- I mean, it's just interesting to see, I guess, kind of what people, and how, do, and I was wondering, how do people know that she didn't want marriage? And that's what, and, and that was my issue when people are like, well, you don't know if she wanted to be married or not. I'm like, it's still, even if you don't necessarily want it, it still crosses your mind at some point to think about, like, and take an inventory of your life every so often. Like, okay, do I want to have children? Do I want to be married? So I'm like, yeah, maybe earlier or younger, she's like, oh, I don't want to be married because she has so many things going on. But when life starts to kind of settle down and you get, you know, in a comfortable spot, you start to reevaluate like, okay, well, what now? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, y'all can't say either like, oh, well, she probably didn't want children. She probably do want children. Mm-hmm. Or at least want to be with somebody that's serious enough to make a commitment, and more than likely, Diddy probably had her probably still running back to Kim when it's convenient. So, mm-mm. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, in the relationship realm as well, Will and Jada, um, on her show Red Table, um, they were talking about their relationship. Um, you had brought up to me about the thing where she said he said she cried for like 45 days straight and he was talking about their first meeting um how he first originally wanted jada but he ended up the guy who was supposed to introduce him to jada he had his the i guess his former wife was with him and he was like oh who is that and so that's how he ended up with her i mean that whole thing like their whole thing just made me look at them like Every time they talk about their relationship, like, ugh, it makes you look at them strange. Is that just me, maybe? No, I think now, like, them being the red table and being a little sure more open, um, I definitely, I don't know, I kind of cringe now. Like, that whole, she cried for 45 days, it's like, I don't want to be in a relationship where I cried for 45 days, unless... You know, like, I lost you, or you're in the hospital, but you're here in prison. Like, something gotta give. Um, and I mean, even when, you know, he made the boss move, like, oh, are you dating me now? I'm like, I mean, I kind of like it, but then it's like, hmm, do I really like that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, sometimes, like, when I hear them, like, Watching Will Smith on um on his Instagram, he's the best thing that ever happened to Instagram, by the way. But uh, you know, he's their relationship is just odd. It's just different to me. I guess I shouldn't say odd. It's just different than what I know of relationship. It, it's it looks different to me. You know, like with the the different people that they allow around. Like Jada always has August Alcina around and. I mean, it just that is just a different dynamic of what I know a relationship to be. But hey, who am I? It's none of my business. But I just, it's just, yeah, I don't know. They're strange to me. Yeah. But they're good parents, apparently. At least they seem, like I said, on Instagram, Will seems like the bomb.com dad. Like, all right, he's cool. That's another thing. It's different, and it's like I understand, you know, they're rich, so they have a whole another different set of rules that they can have for their children. Um, I like the openness that you know they have with them. It's like you know, it's an open door. 
some of the stuff that they did, I probably wouldn't necessarily do. But I mean, to each his own. Yeah, exactly. Um, you were saying about the was it Megan Kelly? Megan. Yeah. Who child? And white people's news. <laughs> I don't understand, and that's the reason. And I have really stopped having conversations about racism with white people, um, because it's too much information that they can go into on their own, other than the oppressed black person explaining to them about racism. So it was basically a Halloween debate about blackface. So it was like you know, um, you shouldn't do blackface. So. She was like, well, you know, when I was growing up, blackface was okay as long as it was a character. And um, one of my neighbors, she was Diana Ross. And who will want to be Diana Ross? And I'm like, so uh, Diana Ross has big hair. Mm-hmm. We all has big hair. So if you get big hair and you go and get an outfit from the 70s, I mean, you don't have to paint your face. And first of all, Diana Ross is not that dark. So you don't have to go and paint your freaking face. I'm like, you don't look like her. Even when y'all be in blackface, you don't look like the person that you're emulating. I'm like, we seen black girls last year when it's the Migos. They had the outfit on and you automatically knew it's the Migos. So you don't have to blackface. I just I'm with you. Like I don't understand how 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 it's like a, even a debate. I mean, the point was proved when Jimmy Fallon dressed up as Lucius Lyon on uh, the Tonight Show. Everybody knew who he was supposed to be on the Tonight. We all knew he was supposed to be Lucius, and he didn't have to paint his face in blackface to do it. Like you said, if she wanted to dress up as Diana Ross, put on uh oh uh, you know some big hair and a pretty sparkly dress and and talk like this, and everybody would have known she was supposed to be Diana. I mean, come on. Right, and I'm like, you don't have to, but this is the same person that had an issue saying that Santa Claus is white, and he should be always portrayed, or people that play Santa Claus should be white. So I'm like, fictional characters. Hmm. Hmm. I'm like, are you stupid? Exactly. Like, uh, uh, she more worried about how a fictional character should look as opposed to real real life people real people and I'm like again it, it was just I'm like stop explaining and people being coming not explaining anything to white people especially about oppression racism bigotry I'm not explaining it because nope. at this point it's not it's not that they don't know it's just that they don't care so why waste the time? And you waste the embrace, so no. Oh, but I did want to, um, I guess, touch on this is like kind of off the subject and totally left um, about President Trump, and I hate talking about him, his comments about only declaring two genders. And I'm like, you are embarrassing. Like, this whole country is embarrassing. I'm like, how are you going to erase, erase 
trans people from the whole conversation and having the protection that they need. Because I'm like, we see what Chicago, like a trans person was like killed almost every week this summer. Right. So I'm like, how are you just going to erase all of the protections that, you know, those people need? I'm like, oh, you are such trash. I just don't understand. I don't like, I don't, I don't. That's the one thing I can't. I don't understand why people be so concerned about other people's like sex and genders. You know what I mean? Like sex lives and genders and all that stuff like that. Like whoever people choose to be with is who people choose to be with. Whatever gender they choose to identify is, that's what they choose to identify as. Like, why do we care? Like, why? Who cares? Like, it's not your life. It's not you. They not harming you. They not bothering you. They live in their life and live in their truth. Let them do them. Like, I don't get it. That's what I'm trying to figure. I'm like, how does a person identifying themselves hurt you? Like, exactly. Like, as a man or, like, they it's they identify as a man or a woman. So what? You identify as a man or a woman, don't you? Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm like mm, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely strange out here in these times and these streets, man. Mm. We live in a strange time. I mean, whole president out here calling himself a nationalist. So we live in different times, man. We live in different times. <laughs> Talking about how Saudi Arabia basically blotched the whole job with killing the journalists. I'm like, bro, no condolences. No, you know, this is a horrible event that happened. You know, nothing. This bro get on television I'm like I mean are we in the twilight zone like I understand like all the racism that stuff has been here crooked politicians all it has been here but just stupidity like it, it was Bush I thought could it was the worst as far as you know presidents being stupid he didn't, he didn't beat Bush by a long shot <laughs> Like hold my beer, and this is what comes in. I'm like, you gave no condolences to this man's family, his fiance that was outside waiting for him. You said, oh, they did a bad job, but it's a cover up and all this. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? Mm. Oh, that's their president, though. That's their president. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, y'all. We ain't got. It's not us. <laughs> we. I didn't vote for him, so nope. <laughs> anyway, you got any more hot tops for us today? Now that was all that I had. That was all that I have as well. Um, I guess we can go into straight into relationships and jump right in there. Um. So my first question is relevant to what's going on right now. I thought it was interesting. Um, it is since everybody seems to have lotto fever, it's up to a billion, like what, $1.6 billion. So if you are dating someone and you hit the numbers, are you obligated to share with your significant other? No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such a horrible person for laughing so hard. No. Um, <laughs> first 
first of all, I don't even know if I would tell my significant other that I hit the lotto. Hey. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it'll definitely be a no for me, and I'm not giving you anything. Like, don't even not ask. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, that would be. That's weird. I would probably break up with my significant other. Like, you would break up completely. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like at this point you're gonna be trying to marry me. <laughs> Cause he said, Oh, she rich now, I gotta marry her now. I gotta marry her, lock her down. So it's like, no, I'm good, so I'm break up with him. And then I feel like that this is the this is the worst side of me, and this is not the person that I am, but the worst side of me is like, Oh, I'm in a different dating pool now. <laughs> <laughs> Petty. <laughs> but that's like the worst out of me. I'm not that person, but I'm just saying. Like those are some of the thoughts that I'll probably have. It's like, uh, I smell poor people's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I have to move on. No, nah, I'm joking, but I definitely I wouldn't do anything. That's secret people don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I had the numbers, the only people who would know at all would be fam- like my parents and my brother and that's it like I ain't telling nobody else I don't need y'all to be in my business y'all gonna think I'm the same old nay every single day like y'all y'all ain't even gonna know nothing changed so I mean look and if me if my significant other if we ain't married that means nah bro we, we not we not tied so you can't even have none of the coins man I can't even do it for you now if we're married that's a different Thing, but just dating, nah. Yeah, marriage. Don't have a choice. It's like <laughs> you might as well give me gone, give me my half. Yeah, right. <laughs> but relationship, eh, I mean, no, yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. Cause it's like, what if you in love? Yeah, that's to, that. Is, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if y'all in like love, love, and just, mm, would you still break up with him? No. Or would you like if you in love, you still break up with him? See, I'm. This is so. I think it's like all of my horrible traits come out with money. Um, I don't know. I probably lie. Like, oh, bad one, five hundred thousand with the lottery. See, go a hundred. Man. And because you know, like this lottery, you don't have to disclose like your name or nothing because of some something that happened in Georgia. It's like you don't even have to disclose your information. So it's like, oh yeah, man, you know, got a couple of dollars off the scratch off. You know? <laughs> be like, I got five hundred off the scratch off here, honey. So he'd be like, oh man, she really out here sharing with you, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Petty man, listen. Ooh, short. <laughs> oh look, he tried to find you. You in Jamaica or somewhere? <laughs> Oh, no, I've been yeah. had this trip planned. I've been had this trip planned. What you mean? Right. And yeah, my girl's in the suite. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. All right. So what's our next question? Um. So I saw this question. It says, your fiance says, dream house or dream wedding? Which one would you choose? Dream house all the way. 
it's that's an easy choice for me because I can make my dream wedding happen on a budget. So <laughs> I can make that happen on my own dream house all day, every day. Cause that means dream house means I could start from scratch and build whatever I want and do whatever I want. Yeah. Dream house all day, every day. What about yourself? I mean, of course I want both, but um, I feel like I can still make my wedding happen and it could be bomb and it don't break the bank. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, how do y'all get married out here in these streets? Like, maybe because I don't have a lot of friends and don't really care. Um, like, I have a good amount of friends, but it's like, I mean, after them and a couple of family members, hundred people. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, Girl listen. Like, you be you look, you being generous because baby, my wedding is finna be oh, it's finna be barely that many people. Listen, it's it's a media family, my close friends, and so it might it might graze fifty because I'm I i do not even know if I like that many people. Let's be honest. So <laughs> Because I'm like hypothetically, if I marry into a big family, he can have. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. If they if they got a big family, then obviously you got to expand it. But but for me, shit. I'm like, I mean, but definitely the drink house because it's like so. Yeah, definitely the dream house, and we can like, I mean, technically, we get married on the beach and just yeah. Basically, that's that's my intention. I intend to get married on the beach. I'm in love with the beach in every single aspect of the world. So, I mean, every single aspect of the way. So, I intend to get married on the beach when I die. Take my ash, like I said, go out on the water, spread my ashes in the water after y'all have y'all party on the yacht. Like, shh, listen, I'm good. So, anywho, all right, hit me with the next one. So this one is left field, but so Zoot on my friends list on Facebook, he asks, ladies, do you have the patience to deal with a broken man? Hmm. It depends on how broken. You know what I mean? Like, is he broken as in like just completely tore down like every problem under the sun like he got mommy issues daddy issues uh hate all his family he ain't got no job he ain't got no money he all you know what i'm saying like if he got every issue under the sun he that broken then nah but i mean if it's just a couple of like little small things like maybe he do got like a a issue with his pops or something like that or he got an issue with his mom um, even though I ain't gonna lie, I don't know mommy issues are another, you know what I'm saying? Cause I always look, feel like the relationship you have with your mother sometimes reflects the relationship, how you treat women. So uh, I kind of, I ain't gonna lie, kind of steer away from men who have issues with their moms, but you know, like I said, maybe you have an issue with his pops or something like that going on. I mean, small things that you can help somebody get over or get through. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just the person I am. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a nurturer. I'm a giver at heart. So, you know, but like if he got every issue under the sun, like he broke it, broke it, as the youngins would say <laughs> these days with repeating every word, 
then um nah i can't do it It's a no for me. I have no patience. Um, especially because I feel like you are obligated to heal yourself before you try to date. Um, and I know like people like, you know, well, you know, you don't want to be alone, but it's like, no. Like when I feel like when I was broken, it's like, listen, I need to be alone. I need to figure this out because I don't want to break anybody else. And it may not be intentionally. It's just you at a bad spot. Um, and until you get out of that bad spot and you seek counseling and you're in a better place, then I have no patience for you. And a lot of time, broken people stay in this spot because it's comfortable. They get recognition. So, no, I just. But see, mm-hmm. but see that's what I mean by ha- like how broken is that person because i mean nobody's perfect so everybody's gonna come with some baggage you know what i mean like not everybody's gonna have everything put together so everybody's gonna come with some baggage that's why i say how broken is this person like is it something like minuscule you know something that's small that's not like oh like i said like not the whole house is on fire but like say he had an issue with his pops and you know they need to work on their relationship i'm not gonna not date you because you and your pops ain't got a good relationship i'm gonna be with you and, and we gonna figure it out you know what i mean but like if if the whole house on fire then listen i can't go in that burning house man <laughs> but see i feel like if you have like i don't always agree with my parents right that's what i mean yeah you like constant turmoil like you and your daddy like into it and y'all get issues and basically y'all the same type of people but you just don't want to recognize like maybe you your daddy son <laughs> um because like, a lot of times like i be noticing dudes like bro you act like your daddy that's the reason this was wrong y'all act just like <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah so i don't know like it, I figure, like, if you at constant turn and y'all not trying to fix and you not saying, like, now if your parents are toxic and you like, listen, my people toxic, I don't fool with them like that or blah, blah, blah. Fine. But, like, I was dating one dude and I stopped talking to him because the way he talked about his mom, like, he didn't, you know, call her out of her name or anything, but it was just the disdain that he had for her. I'm like, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's That's why, like, I think it, it it I think for but we're both kind of sorta on the same page. It's very kind of situational. Like I don't see you as somebody who's just gonna cut somebody off just because they don't have everything together. At least that the Fallon I know doesn't seem to cut people off <laughs> because they don't have everything together. But I mean, go ahead. When it comes to like brokenness. It's, to me, it's the whole house is on fire. Like, you okay. got a lot of stuff to deal with. You don't need nobody else in it because you're evolving and you're not going to be the same person when you come out on the other side. Like, it's impossible for you to go through, you know, trauma and still be the same person. Like, it's something, even if it's not growth, you still going to change. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> no, you deal with it and then, you know, if I'm available, 
and things are better then definitely but yeah when I figure like when I think brokenness like I use your term like the whole half on fire like nah bro nah. Yeah. See, see for me like, I yeah. think of just I think I feel like there's different levels you know what I mean I feel like there's there's people who are just completely like I said house on fire Oh, you know, it's it's every everything that they do say, everything's a mess. They always that they that person who, no matter what they go, this is happening and this is happening and this is happening and this is happening. You just like, yeah, damn, you got something every day. You know what I'm saying? That person, nah, I'm good. But like somebody who just got like mini, like a mini something or a mini here or there, like I feel like, you know. That, I mean, like I said, I got my own baggage too, and, and I'm not gonna come into anything perfect. I, I anticipate that the person that I end up with, we gonna come into it with our own baggage. We're gonna have to put in the work and grow together. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's hit our last question. Um, and this was the one where you said, "What makes you happy?" Other than another person. Yep. Okay. Um, you want to go first? I'm trying to think. <laughs> no. Okay, so you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, I don't want to seem shallow. I don't want to seem... I don't want to seem shallow, but I know this is going to come off as shallow. Okay. So, mine are multiple things. Okay. So, as everyone knows, the beach makes me extremely happy. I love the beach. Like, when I retire, I want to live, you know, I want to retire on the beach. I, it's just my safe haven, my safe place. I love it. Um, food makes me <laughs> But yeah, food makes me happy. That's the Taurus in me, man. Listen, uh, we like our food, man. Um, I like um, music. Music makes me extremely happy. It puts me, that's why I think, um, you know, with me and you, that's why we relate so much as far as when it comes to just being friends because we vibe so good when it comes to music. And even like the different stuff that, the different musics that we like, we both kind of, just vibe on each other's different different sides or whatever like that we give each other's different types of music a chance because we I think we both just love music and that way um and I would say yeah the beach food music and maybe also like writing I like to write and like paint like being creative in general like creative things those make outside of uh, you know people. Those are the things that make me genuinely happy. So for me, um, money. <laughs> that was the first thing kind of mind when I read the question. I'm like money, mm-hmm. but that's like money does make me happy. Um, chicken wings, not just any type of food. It has to be chicken wings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm with you on the beach and music. Like I love the beach. Like love, love water, um, music and reading. Mm-hmm. 
like not reading for information like I just want to read like I like reading books and it's just I'm just reading because I want to read it like I don't want to learn anything if I do oh well but I don't learn anything I just want to read the book and this yeah yeah I think that you know what I left out and I think you left out too travel Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, cause we both have the travel books so bad. Like, like y'all, like y'all just don't even understand. Like, we have lists of places that we intend to see over this wonderful big world that we have. So, like the travel, like that's why I always encourage people. Like, once you go one place, you're gonna be so like smitten with like learning all these different cultures and customs and all these different things that you're just going to love it and love it. And you know what I mean? Like you're going to get the travel book. I I've, I've haven't met a person yet who's traveled and just been like, I hate it. Like I don't want to do it anymore. I don't know. Like even the ups and downs council flights and delays and BS it's like, okay, well <laughs> I'm going to do it again. Like I'm exhausted, but I'm going to yeah. do it again. Like in just places that you see on TV, I think, um, New York was, I was the most awestruck ever um, when I got off and like went to Times Square. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just like television. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, yes, I love to travel. Like that's one thing that definitely, like I can stay up, like if I have a trip planned and like my flight is at seven o'clock the day before like I'm probably up all day until my flight. And it's not that I'm scared I'm sleep over. It's just the excitement. Yeah. That's the same for me. Like I'm doing all kind of research trying to see, ooh, I wanna go see this. I wanna do this. I wanna do that. Like love it. Absolutely. Um aside from that, I mean, I don't have any more hot tops or relationship stuff. You got anything else? No, I don't have anything um any music um you know what I, let me see so i went back and started listening to t-pain <laughs> <laughs> listen buy you a drink took me back to like the old club days where you went to the club and you had like I was that girl that went to the club with twenty dollars and left with twenty dollars and was gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, she paid and like chopping screw. Like I'm real life into it. So um that's about it. And I'm still listening to Urshan Beethoven. So I know that's not your favorite, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I still like it. So yeah, <laughs> girl, I'm on like my whole. I'm still on um my Wale and J Cole, my boy. Pretty little fears is my favorite song right now. Like, I don't even know anything else that I'm just in love with, but Pretty Little Fears is just it for me. Um, it's probably one of my top. Like J Cole, just J Cole been on a wave this year, and it's one of my favorite verses that J Cole did this year. Probably next to his freestyle, because that freestyle was crazy. The one he did over the Uchi Wally beat. Um, I'm still listening to that, by the way, because that joint was bananas. Uh, but other than that, I'm with you. Like, I'm. Um, did you hear the the little the new Cardi snippet? I didn't really 
You know that ain't my cup of tea, but That I, the only thing I heard, like I didn't listen to it, but people were like, man, the beat went hard. This should have been given to Two Chains because <laughs> she did bad on it. So the snippet, the snippet that I heard, I was like, it sounded like she had a hard time catching the beat. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> but then somebody said that it was um a song, I guess a flow from a little Yachty and Black Youngsters song. And I was like, well, yeah, she don't sound like Black Youngster. So <laughs> I don't know why she that was like the flow she was going for. So I don't know. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But anywho. Part of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all I got for this week. Um, episode 24. Yeah. Yeah. 24. <laughs> oh, I saw that they're getting ready to do iTunes is getting ready to have a podcast um award show for podcasts or awards for podcasts or something. I don't know. So if you guys out there make sure you're um on iTunes and and Instagram and uh YouTube, SoundCloud, anywhere that you're listening to our podcast, make sure you're liking it commenting and all that stuff like that because it'll be super dope to get picked up in like a brand new best podcast you know best new podcast or something like that that'll be dope so cross your fingers for us guys but all right thanks guys good night good night